Welcome to the Last Place Fantasy Football Podcast. Okay, I'm Ryan. <laughs> I am Ryan. <laughs> that is Ethan, and he is upset because he lost to Josh Jacobs. Ethan and the no good, terrible, bad day. And that and humbug. my other happy December, everyone. <laughs> almost December. Yeah, happy almost December. Um, but yeah. Uh yeah, Ethan lost to Josh Jacobs today and his what 80 was it 87 yard walk off yeah, touchdown 86 86 yard walk off touchdown absolutely all, demolished Ethan all because DK can't secure a ball <laughs> that was i i swear that I'll was tell you what catch, the, the one man. before DK was crap cuz he yeah. actually caught that thing like it but shouldn't even yeah. come down to DK. that was a catch that yeah, was that a was. catch I mean, they kind of had uh, a point like he did ooh. lose it a little bit on the rollover, but I mean, I don't know. Okay, breaking news. It's looking like Darnell Mooney might be out for the year. Ooh. Which might now my yeah, now my issue is even well, if shows Allen Robinson. Yeah, even if and it looks like another MCL sprain for uh Mitchell. But, but hey, uh, hey, and good news, Travis Etienne is fine. So thank God for that. Let's, uh, yeah. let's talk about games. Good. Let's talk about games. So if you so just oh, to kind of let, give some house cleaning stuff, uh, not house okay. housekeeping, not house cleaning. Like Jeez, house cleaning. Wow. Uh, housekeeping. We, we keep um, it by cleaning. If you're wondering where your where our review episode is, um, blame the computer because the file got corrupted and I couldn't do anything about it. Uh, oh, from last so week. Somewhere. Yeah, from last week. Yeah, so oh, just completely sorry, corrupted. Guys. Yeah, and I was just like, uh, what to do here? So it just that was all on purpose. Sorry. Yeah. Which helps because none of us watched Zach Wilson press conference before recording the episode, which. Yeah. (laughs) So we got lucky there. But I'll I'll tell you what, though, I don't like Mike White. And we can talk about it when the Jets game. I I got some thoughts, too, because I think Ethan and I might be on the same page here. But we uh, let's go ahead and. Get oh, right. Into let's let's get going. Happy Thanksgiving or belated Thanksgiving. Buffalo there we go. Belated Thanksgiving. It is not Thanksgiving anymore, but we it could will, be. We'll go ahead and go with go on with the Thanksgiving game. Ethan is because he's giving out good players. And start off points. I yeah. listen exactly. Santa's coming to town, but I'm not selling <laughs> for uh, anything less than what they're worth. So you know. Don't uh don't if don't think, think this is a buyer. If you think Eckler is worth what you want from okay. him, bro, Ryan brought it up. Ryan brought it up. Okay. Um, Ethan, I got some interesting tidbits to tell you. Sure. Eckler we may not be as valuable time. as you think. And that's totally fine. It and the only reason why it's I had to check the contract to understand it, and that concerns me. Yeah. So that's, that, that's, that's, okay. that's why that's why honestly I was like, if ETN's available, I'm going for ETN. Even yeah. even though Eckler's there, I wanted ETN more. But that's yeah, but you don't have enough for ETN, unfortunately. I that's I that's do. very fair. That's very fair. Oh, and you have like less than 12 hours to make this thing happen. Listen, make me an offer. You want to win the championship? I'm not going, but make me an offer. But you're gonna ETN? have to pay for it. You're gonna no because you're gonna ask for like seven firsts and no. all of my seconds Ooh. and oh, everything ugh. because of the Church no. of ETN. The Church of ETN. We had we had to test your faith, Ethan. 
you we tested, tested it, and I stood firm. Yeah, you were also surprisingly. For, you were also insanely crazy with this Eckler trade. Yeah. And so, what do you mean insanely crazy? Well, insanely okay. I, crazy. I will only speak to it because of <clears throat> because I did hear what the offer was to Ryan, and I thought that was pretty obscene. I don't think it was I, it's because yeah, it's because it it's because of it Pollard. Is. The the issue is that you were asking for a first and a top ten back for another top ten back. Yeah. And and that's where it's like uh that's where it was too much for me. And plus Zeke's contract is very interesting. So like again the transition sooner than you think there. So I thought he, he giving walked a, me off a ledge or he walked me back yeah. from a ledge. Yeah. And I sent that trade to you i'm glad you didn't accept it for everybody who's listening do you are you okay with me sharing this tradey uh yeah sure okay all right so this is what i originally offered um let's go i offered austin eckler so i offered tony pollard Jeff Wilson, mm-hmm. Dante Foreman, the 23 first, 23 third, and 24 fourth for Austin Eckler and well, who is it? Juwan Johnson. Juwan Johnson. Johnson. And a 23 fifth. So that's what I wouldn't I, call that episode. That's what I wanted. I, I mean, how bad do you want RB1? I just think it's kind of it's it's just a lot. For, it's just a lot because you're already giving Austin up RB ten. Like Tony Pollard hasn't started the entire year and he's already yeah. RB ten. That's where I was like the obscene part is. It's like you know what? Maybe our if it was well, a second round, yeah. then we're talking. But when it comes to getting the RB ten and the first, exactly, yeah. So I sent that trade and then I talked to Josh, like he called me and we talked about it and he, he walked me back from it and was like, do you really want to give up RB 10 to go up to RB one and give up like a lot of your future in that number one or in that first round and third round picks on top. Yeah. That's a late round first. I know we're not, we're not talking an early round first. It, it doesn't matter and because... Foreman and Wilson. And I'm like, it, you're right. I don't want that. Yeah, because it. also Jeff Wilson's been very good this year. And so yeah. it's like, well, that's another nice flex deal. Uh, <clears throat> and then out of nowhere, Ethan, I could totally see you giving up Eckler, but then you're throwing yourself right back into the playoff race based on getting um getting Pollard and uh Wilson. So that's where it was, it was like, okay, the trade's a little much to just to go from RB10 yeah. to RB1. Yeah. So, I'm so glad that's the obscenity that. of it. But anywho, let's go and talk about the Thanksgiving games because I yeah. think they were all go really and... good in their own way. Yes. Let's go ahead yeah. and do the first one. Um, the Buffalo Bills and Detroit Lions. The Lions made a game. Buffalo Josh's. Yeah, the Buffalo Shout Josh out Allen. to everyone who left McKenzie on their bench. And the I'm Detroit Jamal Williams. That's pretty much what it is. Yep. Was. 
I I would just like to make the first observation, and it's I've been talking everyone about. No, it was actually the Detroit Sun Gods, but yeah, it was the Detroit Sun Gods. (laughs) True, but we've been having literally DeAndre Swift's been a hot button issue for the last three weeks, and I think so much so after today. I think you have to treat it exactly like the Washington commander situation. Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift are going to be a, a combo and a timeshare there. DeAndre Swift as a workhorse back, getting most of the carries. I think that ship has sailed. And to me, well, until they fire their head coach, I don't, I don't think they will. Cause I think, I mean, he's done a pretty good job considering no, I'm what, not they're saying they're going to. With. I'm just saying, like, well, this is what you're going to deal with until you on, on a pretty, pretty nice streak, they won three games up until this game, and they almost beat the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I mean, who's a very competitive team this year? Yeah, but, but injured Josh Allen. I don't know. Well, even then, like, you're still going toe to toe with the Bills because the thing is, every team yeah. after he after for the last few weeks and for the rest of the year is going to play an injured Josh Allen. Um, whether they like it or not. But the thing was the thing with Swift is like they definitely took his his carries down and his just yeah the attempts because they're obviously like, look, you're a lot better on the field than off it, but we have to lighten your workload for you to be there all 17 games. So I do think like that's take DeAndre Swift off of your workhorse running back. So he's not, he's not an Eckler. He's not a Derrick Henry. He's not a Nick Chubb. And personally, I think a second, the second round pick that Ryan paid up for him. And for a lot of people in redraft is the highest he will ever get now, because I, I think the ship has sailed on him being potential top five back. Yeah. At least for the near future. Yeah, at least for the near future. Who knows? Because we're looking at Josh but Jacobs and on, on the other happen. end, man, like Amon Ross St. Brown is just here. Oh, good here luck, to good luck stopping him. Yep. Yeah. And then wait till like Khalif Brayman and uh Josh and, Reynolds. Yeah, and Josh Reynolds then get turned into Jameson Williams. And I do yeah, find I that's going say. to be very yeah, interesting. Because I think even if Jameson Williams is is back and playing 100%. Sun God's getting involved. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think they're they're definitely going to lean lean on them on Sun God and JMO. So, yeah. And I mean on the on the Bills side, Josh Allen was making some ridiculous passes. Yeah. He was going crazy. Normal Josh well, and Allen activity too. I mean, he rushed ten times for seventy-eight yards. Yeah, he was. He literally won the game. He carried that whole team. Well, so, is anything new? Yeah, no, that's not new to me. And with that, uh, are we ready for Dallas, yeah. New York? Yep, Dallas, yes. New York. Let's go to the Giants and Cowboys. Which, game. Uh, which, which, which one do you want, Dallas or New York? It was a do, great game. Dallas, I, I actually really loved the game because I like. Yeah, I really enjoyed this game. Mm-hmm. I really liked what Dallas did in the second half. Like that's where yeah. I go. Props to you, Kellen Moore. You're coaching your butt off this year, and it's been super impressive to watch. Um, what yeah. I love. Sorry is if that- you thought Tony Pollard was that guy after last week. I still think I still oh, he think still he's is. going. Yeah, he still is. But you have to remember, he Wings defense 
is actually matches up well with a Tony Pollard because there's a lot more like you're in a lot more nickel and dime packages. And so there's a lot more like faster people on the field. So that one yeah. just just made more sense to me. And plus, they literally just saw, oh, hey, maybe let's not put a linebacker on Tony Pollard. That's a great yeah, idea. Yeah, maybe not the best idea. Looking at you, out, Minnesota uh, Vikings. Dalton Schultz for that, uh, for that adjustment. Yeah. Because that man had a day. He had quite the day. And t- the tight ends in, in general. So what I loved is that what they did is, okay, smaller people in the field, we're going to use a lot of tight ends. And more importantly, you saw CeeDee Lamb win one-on-one and without scoring yeah. a touchdown took the game over the last two to three yep. weeks is exactly what you've been needing to see to make him a potential top 10 receiver and i think he's got yeah i think he's getting i think he's already top 10 now realize now thinking about it let's look so he is yeah he's number six yeah number six on the year rightfully so like this is what you thought when you traded for um when you traded for uh, uh, CD Lamb, but what they did is they they were playing a lot of too high uh, man underneath, and then so what they did is they condensed all uh, the field and then ran uh, through outside. So that's how the Dalton, Dalton Schultz got his first touch, uh, first or second touchdown was just on a nice seven route there, and then and then and I was I was with uh, some family and they're they're all uh, Cowboys fans, and so they were complaining about the fly sweep. And they just kept doing it the entire drive just to make someone go horizontal at different levels of the field. And that's how they were getting people open because they ha- that's the only way when you have safeties that far back is the only way to get open is to go horizontal. And instead of doing it just at one level, they did it at multiple levels. So it was fly sweep, CD Lamb across the middle, fly sweep, Michael Gallup. And then fly sweep. Yeah. Oh, we're actually going to pitch it to uh, Tony Pollard this time. And then at the goal line, fly sweep with the tight end. The one time you don't expect it. And that gets a yeah. touchdown. So I think it was a great, great job by Kellen Moore. Yeah, it was a, yeah. a it was a really good game. I, I loved seeing it. Uh, yeah, it was a fun one to watch. Um, Michael yeah. Gallup, dude, had, had, was... had a game. He did. Yeah. He, I mean, he wasn't like CD Lamb. He wasn't like Dalton Schultz, but he set up everything. He looks like yep. he's back and he's strong and ready to rock. And he roll. definitely so looks 100% he might be an interesting now. flex. Uh, yeah, definitely an interesting flex, but he definitely looks 100% now than compared to earlier in the year. Right. Yeah. And that was, uh, that was the Cowgirls onto the Giants. Yeah. Um, uh, an unimpressive showing by Saquon. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's Cowboys defense. What do you expect? Yeah. 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 I mean, not super surprising. I mean, a little bit because they've been struggling in run defense. But, I mean, this team just wasn't able to put it together. And they did get pull. screwed over yeah. there at the end. That uh, Yeah. That, well, who was it that Dable was pissed about at the end of the game to send it to OT? I can't remember now because it was on Thursday. It was, um, I think it was on Slayton. Right? Yes. I think it was Slayton. But yeah, I think, I think it was, was a, on Slayton. I don't know. It was uh yeah, because he was reaching for the end zone and they called it incomplete. Yes, that's that's what it is. That's what it is. Yep. Um that was horse crap. Uh he was clearly down and reaching after the fact, but uh we are never gonna find out what a catch in the NFL is. So nope, not at all, considering some other to, uh, games here. 
Yeah, welcome to 60 yeah, for 60. Games this week that we'll discuss. When we're going to spend a whole two hours talking about what is a catch. Nope, not tonight. You know what? That would be an interesting documentary of just like going throughout the years, <laughs> trying to define what a catch is based off of just like some of the most obscene calls in NFL history. That would be that would be very interesting. Just, That'd be interesting. Yeah, just because I think the rules of the game have drastically changed. Yeah. So I do I do think that makes it very interesting. Because so, you have Des Bryant, now you have Darius Slayton. You've had some a few other questionable. Calvin Johnson is one that comes. Yeah, to Calvin mind. Johnson. Yeah, uh, I've got a I got a question. Richie James, is he a? No. See somebody that is worth a deep flex option? No, because I think the only receiving option available for is Darius Slayton now at this point. Okay. Okay. Because he's produced some numbers over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, he he has, but it's been a lot of one-on-one balls. It's never been like, oh, he's incorporated into the game plan. So that still concerns me. The bigger thing that I noticed from this game is that Brian Daywell was using a lot of multiple running backs, so he didn't know who was getting the ball. And it's not like they're just outright passing. It's been a lot more. We're just going to run the ball because we really don't have anybody on the outside that we can trust. Yeah, and I mean, it was working. Yeah. Just, you know, sometimes it doesn't go in your favor, and that's what you saw with the Darius Slayton catch. And with that, do we, we got Minnesota New England? Yep. We have, or is there yes. something else you want to mention? Okay. The Pats in the Vikings game. I this is a really good watch one. This. Yeah, this was a fun game. Yeah, I didn't really get to watch this. So yeah, I'm, I'm came me out neither, but I was getting all the notifications. So I was like, ooh, that's happening. That's happening. I, that's happening. I did watch the game and it, it was a good one, man. I mean, it was yeah. kind of like your typical Pats offense, except I don't know what it was about Mac Jones, but he was able to just figure it out uh, and spread the ball around, which was something new for him because typically it's been like, Devontae Parker, or it was Nelson Aguilar, or it was Myers, or it was yeah. Hunter Henry, but it's never been like a, you know, because I mean, look at the stat line, like Devontae Parker, four for 80, Stevenson, nine for 76, Aguilar, <laughs> six for 65, Henry, three for 63, Myers, three for, like, it's never been like that for Mac Jones. Yeah. Sounds like he was dumping it off to Ramondre. A lot. Yeah. He, yeah, but I, he was just effective. Yeah, the whole and, game is just effective. Sorry, go ahead, Josh. No, I was about I was about to say just based on this, it it definitely again Ramondre took over the James White role, and yeah, him being the better back on the field also helps things out. Uh, but I mean, literally, if I'm looking at it, the team overall, 13 carries for 45 yards, they had to throw the ball to stay in the game. Yeah, but when you're playing a team like Minnesota, that's what you have to do. Exactly, yeah. and, and it was working for him. But I mean, Kirko Chains. 299, three tutties. Uh, he, he had himself yep. a day. Dalvin Cook did not. <laughs> Dalvin Cook did not. Yeah, he didn't do anything. Yeah, but it's, it, that's Belichick. That's Bel- yeah, Belichick that's, tries to make yeah. you one-dimensional. And I think he banked on, look, I don't know if any of my young corners can match up with Jefferson. So let me yeah. just try and get lucky by shutting the run down, forcing Kirk Cousins to throw and 60 times, and yeah. hopefully something works. And it looks like they didn't. Yeah, Jefferson said not nah, him. So, I mean, that was yeah. really the game. It was it was well, entertaining. And, and like Jefferson, congratulations to him. I mean, he uh, he is now he broke Moss's record. Yep, Randy for... Randy Smosh. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever he, he Randy Moss's record. 
for the most uh, yards in his first three seasons. It was Moss and then OBJ. Oh. And JJ beat both of them. With there you six go. Games yeah. Left. Yeah. It's, dude, he's so good. He is he's really so good. good. Games left in, in his third season. And him, Joe Burrow, and Jamar Chase all played at the same college. Yep. That's, yeah. That is still a that's crazy. Yeah. Anyways, in yeah, case you're wondering how good that football team was. Yeah, that yeah. that team was very disgusting. good. Um also KOC, another Patriot person. I wouldn't I, I don't know if I count him under yeah. the Belichick tree, but another Patriot person beats he, Bell. Yeah, he is. Poor yep. Bill. He's he has he has got to think this is BS at this point. Like all of his fledgings are just coming up and kicking the crap out of him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh and actually But he's also rebuilt. Uh, yeah, there is that. So the Vikings coach. KOC is two games away from being the winningest coach in his first uh, first year as head coach in Vikings history. Good for wow. him. Though. I hope he I yeah. hope he gets it. I hope I yeah. hope he does get it too. I like KOC. That's crazy yeah, that I, I they're not it. gonna they're not going to be the one seed and still might clinch his division faster than the yeah. one seed. I find that very interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, they might yeah, be close well, to the I mean, one seed. Their division. If Philly loses to our division, yeah. sucks right now. Speaking yeah, of other divisions that um, suck, do yeah. you want to talk about yes. it? Yes. Let's go to the Bucks game. Oh, that okay. Okay, guys, I have a question for you. And okay, so uh, Buccaneers and Browns game. Sorry for everybody listening. Go ahead. Are you starting? Deshaun Watson or Jacoby Brissett? Deshaun Watson. Jacoby Brissett. I'm not starting either of them. No, Deshaun Watson. No. Listen, when, when the I'm, GM I'm, comes I'm saying out for the team says, overall, Ryan. I'm saying for the team overall. Yeah, I'm starting Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. Just, just for me personally. With how much I you're paying do? him, you're going to bench him? Right? Here's the thing. You can't, you can't afford to bench him. I know you, you can't to... afford to bench him, but right now for your best chance to win, I think it's Brissett. Well, they have to about they're four and seven. They have to really yeah. get him in yeah, there and it, get him worked out with. He's only been just don't say team. that to Arthur Smith, Ryan, because he does he won't understand what evaluation means. But he continue like he so like I'm literally saying this is because I think Brissett has actually played really well. Oh, enough Gardner to Johnson win. is being carted off. Uh oh, that's not oh oh no, I see that's that. tough. Oh, that's yeah. tough. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Um, Speaking of injuries, Trishan worse. Uh, oh yeah, worse. His, his X-rays did come back negative, Ooh, so that is good. somewhat hopeful. But they still need Bob the MRI. Touchdown. Randall Cobb touchdown. Randall Cobb touchdown. Good for oh, that guy. Randall Cobb, welcome back to relevancy, dude. Um, I love Randall Cobb. We he's so about good. At, at the last review, sorry you didn't get to hear it, but we love Randall Cobb. Yeah, we as a podcast love Randall Cobb. We hate Aaron Rodgers though. That guy sucks. Uh, well, you can say that, but but no. Here's why I I actually will say Brissett over Watson. Watson has it. I mean, he's only practiced a little a little bit of time. Brissett's already in chemistry with everyone else. Yeah. And what's going to happen? You've already given up basically your soul when it comes to draft capital and whatever else for the uh, to the Texans. You are potentially at a spot right now to where 
I mean, you're five. I think they're five and seven on the year. Out, out, or five and six. Some something no, to that nature. They're five and seven or four and seven. Four and four and seven. Okay, four and seven. I think they're five now because they just won. No, no, they're four and seven no, they because they had a bye week. Oh, okay, gotcha. So, but like what? Oh, I, they had a bye week. Yeah. Like what I'm saying. Like what I'm saying here is, if Deshaun Watson completely messes this up this year. You're 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 tied to him for five years, whether you like it or not. But are you gonna are you ready to go into next week's game? Say he loses, and it's downhill from there. I think they should stick with Brissett. I think Brissett has at least earned it. I, well, and the I, only thing is, is Brissett's not going to win him games. Like Brissett might be a here's, somewhat decent manager. Maybe they can hang around like what they did today. Like they hung around and then some shook their way. But he's not going to win them games. He's not the future. Like all all due respect to Jacoby Brissett because I do like him. I think he's a good quarterback. But this is Deshaun Watson. As icky as as I don't like saying that, this is Desha- Deshaun yeah, Watson. It is. He's a winner. Yep. He did it in Clemson. He did it in Houston. He's going to do it for the next five years in Cleveland. But he needs to get reacclimated to the game. And that's what this – basically, this back half is going to be anyways is because they're not making the playoffs. So you might as well get your future quarterback for the next five years ready for next season. There's no point in this Jacoby Brissett experience anymore. Because he was only there to hopefully keep him in playoff contention. If not, oh well, boo friggin' who? We have Deshaun Watson. I I, I guess that's fair. I I just think uh, Jacoby Brissett has yeah. at least earned it. But you, and I, think I totally you see are that right side too. It, it, it's not like you're right or I'm right. It's just like the nature of the yeah, business. It's just the it's nature, the nature of, of what's exactly. going on. Yeah, exactly. I, I totally see that. Um. Like, now, I totally get your push. Like he deserves it. Like let him just see if he can get him to the playoffs. But then there's always going to be that business side of like, we spent a lot of money to no. Yeah. Like it, it can't happen. And when GM comes out and says we're we're starting Deshaun Watson, you're starting Deshaun Watson or you're fired. Yeah. Actually, speaking of the a lot of money, what do you guys think about the NFLPA? Saying that the NFL is colluding to not get fully guaranteed contracts. Because uh, to me, it's the biggest know. It's the biggest nothing burger yet. Yeah, it, it just seems like something for them to complain about. I understand both sides of like, hey, like I want to make sure I get paid. But then you also got to think about the teams of like, well, why am I going to pay you to do nothing? Like that doesn't make, that's not how this works. Yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of like a, Sticky situation. See, I think they're getting rid of performance-based like which I don't like. You have to do things to earn money. It's just, oh no, I just want to sit. Even if I'm injured, I get to collect a paycheck and just do nothing. Yeah, and I don't support that. Well, I mean, I mean, here's the thing: like, think of it this way: like, there's sick pay, and you do, yeah, that does happen. Or if like because your your body's in it. But, but I'm no one's going to fight I'm against not talking that, about yeah. like fully. I, we're talking I about with fully guaranteed though. I see. I, think... I agree with compensation when it comes to like getting injured, right? Like in a game or at practice, you get injured. 
yeah, they're going to compensate you, obviously. But, you know, these big game day checks where, like, they're paying these guys, like, a couple hundred thousand dollars and they're one sitting on the bench yeah. when they're not really even playing because they're injured. Well, like, see, to I me, that, to me that's not... just my opinion on that. Like, to me, that's not the crux of the issue for me. It's not that... Because personally, I would like players getting fully guaranteed considering this is the most physical sport. So I think full, getting I fully guaranteed... I don't agree with fully. It's well, my only thing. Like, well, I, under, I understand lots of guaranteed money. I don't agree with fully, but fully. I want you to continue your... Okay. Because my issue is saying, oh, the NFL is colluding, the owners are colluding, that they, they don't want the players getting fully guaranteed. I'm going to be like, look... If we're going to go eye for an eye here, you've been colluding on the this Lamar Jackson deal like it's nobody's business. Yeah. And that's where that's my issue is that the NFLPA continually is just not seeing the issue. Like yeah. obviously fight for fully guaranteed. Not going to stop you there. But it to say one side's colluding while the other side isn't, you're like we yeah, can it's, read it's the just tea leaves. That's that's just right. that's just my issue with it. But all right, but back Leave to football. To yeah. Uh, Nick Chubb is Nick Chubb, in case you forgot. So there's that. Um, Amari Cooper then, again. Amari Cooper. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Amari Cooper. He I had love. a really bad drop. He had a really bad drop, but he definitely made up for it. Look, can, can we just say that what on earth was Dallas thinking to trade him for what dude, equated to two bags dude. of chips? Yeah. <laughs> Well, but also good on the three of us because what did, what did we say? We were yeah, what we were saying the video for champions. Yeah. In case you didn't watch it, which a lot of you haven't, so maybe you should go check it out. But Amari Cooper <laughs> is hot. He's going to stay hot, and we yeah. love Amari Cooper here. Yeah, he's love just it. showing it. We tried to tell you two weeks ago you didn't watch, so go back and watch, and maybe you'll learn something. Go ahead, Josh. Yeah, well, I mean, let's talk about another person who was uh, on that on that episode and that is chris godwin godwin Ooh, buddy 12 for 110 and one that man can yep. catch passes he oh. yeah i'm glad you phrased it that way and not anyways yeah. tom brady also had a nice little day there yeah a pretty solid day um i will tell you you guys were right i should have gone over rashad white over jeff wilson we tried yep. to tell i mean not Dude, that jeff wilson had a you. bad game but Rashawn White had a great yeah, game. dude. Yeah. I just went. I was like, oh, you know, maybe they'll give it to Jeff Wilson more, and that where out. That's when and I had, was like, had that go for you, Josh. <laughs> that not, for you? not too bad, but that game was over by middle of first quarter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, it was over after was... Smythe caught a touchdown pass. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and I was like, well, over. I might as well just shut Durham this game Smythe. off. Oh my gosh. Yeah, literally, Tua just wheeled and dealed and said, yeah. Kyle Allen was terrible." Um. Oh, wait, we're not into that game yet. Sorry. Yeah, Anyways, tanked, that was but, that was the Tampa Bay game. Here's a but crazy yeah, but Rashad, stat for you. Rashad White. Oh, sorry. Good. Yeah, Rashad White. You definitely hold on to. Yep. Yeah. If yeah, Lenny's not playing, he's he should mm-hmm. be starting. Either way, they both do similar things. So I still think that maybe when um Fournette gets healthy, both of them are going to be on the field, and it's just going to be who has the hot hand that day. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. already said. Uh, the coach there at uh, Tampa Bay already said that they're going with the hot hand. So whoever is hot that week, they're going yeah. to stick with. Yeah. I and also, Atlanta is yeah. still only one game behind them. That's what I want to get in really quickly too, before we're done Dang. on Tampa Bay. Yeah. Even I, after today, 
one game behind. I'm not yeah. worried about Mike Evans. He still got nine targets. It's just disappointing. It's just one of those, one of those days. Well, yeah, it just wasn't his day. Yeah, but yeah, it will be Chris Godwin's day. That's what it I will always be. Chris yeah. Godwin <laughs> knows how to catch them passes. All right, damn passes. So let's go ahead and yeah, damn passes. passes. So let's go ahead and go on to the Cincinnati Bengals and Tennessee Titans. Game. Full Cincinnati disclosure, I did not watch this game because I, I didn't was too watch it busy. Either. It was pretty boring uh, from what I heard. Oh, I know Derrick Hen- Derrick Henry. Other than I should have started Hayden Hurst, apparently, but I'm a moron. Or T- I mean, T. Higgins, for that matter. So Yeah, T. Yeah. Higgins. I mean, since he's kind of in full stride right now, they finally got things going. I yeah, think the T. Higgins has been here. Yeah, that's yeah. true. T. Higgins has but been here. I'm saying, like, as soon as Jumar Chase gets back in next week, yeah, they're going to be a force yeah. to be reckoned with. Yeah, uh, if will. he stays with T. Higgins, like, just incorporates Jamar Chase, like yeah but that's going to be the thing like do you incorporate jamar chase or do you get away from t higgins is that's what what you know is that going to be what's best Sanders for the team touchdown oh two San- Sanders? dude it is Uh-oh. 14 to 19 just now getting into the second quarter oh boy this game's about to get fun <clears throat> nice actually no i don't look now maybe i got a fun. shot maybe i got a shot at you if uh I mean, there has been four touchdowns. Hey, listen, touchdowns man. In the if you keep scoring touchdowns. Hold on. I'm, hold on. I'm checking the score. I have a chance. Right I'm checking the score. I'm two points behind 14, you. I'm two points behind you. You're freaking kidding me. I am two points Which behind league? you. Which league? ESPN, ESPN league. Yeah, me and, me and Josh are having a juggernaut fist fight right now in our ESPN league. Well, Rashad White would have been really nice. Yeah, oh, uh, so would Isaiah McKenzie, but we can't always get what we want here, Josh. Yeah, that is true. Uh, so yeah, you get what you need at least. Uh, so I don't even get that, Ryan. I get a middle finger up my rear end. Always... Oh, god, even so, that's what I get. That, but that's just my fantasy year. I'm having the Josh year of last year. Yeah, you need, dude. To, it... you need to beat him. Come on, be who. Me? Oh, no, wait, no, you can't. I could. Oh yeah, yeah, you can. I could. Well, freaking yeah. uh, Miles Sanders gets another it's... tutty. Miles Sanders wishes jo- uh, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts has seven carries for one hundred three right now. That's hysterical. All I need is a touchdown from him. But um, but yeah, let's yeah. But go... then if he gives another one to Sanders, I'm right back in it. I am. I. I swear. I will be punching air on this on this podcast. <laughs> Please beat him. No. No, Please Ryan. Stop it. Ryan. Stop it. Because I want to be in first oh, place. No. No one cares. Round. I want that first round by. Are we? We're not in the same division. Are we? Yeah, we are. Oh, you're not. Yeah, we are. No. No, he's in my division. Yeah, Michaela and so, him. Yeah. So we have oh a first God. round. You already have a first yeah. round, Ryan. I want to be in first place. I want to be in first place. All right. Okay. Well, let's not get greedy. Yeah. Oh, boy. No, I, I get greedy. Tyler first round in the playoffs. I am greedy. I'm going to enjoy that game so much. Yeah. And I'm I guess you by like 100 points. I want first place. The only reason that you're 
you're like in first place right now and I'm in second is because I lost to you on a bullcrap yeah. game in like week five. Oh, so frustrating. Okay. You hate Sorry, to see we it. need to get back. We need to get back. We're we've been on a tangent. Folks, yeah. And actually it was week six, focus. Ryan. It was week six. It was week six. So okay. Get it right. So let's go ahead. Uh Samaje P Ryan. Eh, wasn't he impressed. actually he i mean he did all right for he's, he's been doing really good this year and in the spot like uh the spot duty that he's not he's joe mixon then it shows yeah but he's been more yeah. than enough for this uh since the offense all right can can we talk about tennessee what is going on and why is derrick henry catching passes hey i like it oh my no 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 not just catching passes when i saw like the first, I think it was like a first quarter or on the first half or what, but it was like two receptions for 70 yards. Like this man, what the heck happened? He had a, yeah, seven, like, he had a 75 screen, pa- a 75 yard screen pass that he fumbled at the five yeah. and Traylon Burks recovered it. My yeah. God. Traylon Burks scored his first touchdown. It's a fumble oh, good recovery. for him. Which yeah, speaking of which. Traylon Burks wasn't bad today. And I think he's someone oh, you have to be. You, he has to be at least looked at. The asthma's not catching up as much here at the uh, end of the season with them. Yeah, well, considering the Robert Woods has kind of fallen back into oblivion. And yeah. Westbrook Akine looks decent. He's, yeah, he's fairly consistent. He's decent. I'll tell you what, though. They shut Henry stash. down in a running game, though. Yeah. Yeah, they go. They focused on Henry. They focused on just shutting him down, not letting him do it. But it's more so like the second half where they just got killed because it was like they were in in control in the first half. And, you know, Derrick Henry wasn't doing much, but the Tennessee defense was showing up, and then they're just trying to throw their way back in the second half. And that's not what Tennessee's built to do. Like, it was good on the Bengals. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Guess that that divisional win wasn't a fluke. Big one. What's the next game that we got? So we got the next game. Houston Texans versus Miami Dolphins. Oh, Mm. this game was over from the beginning. It was over. Yeah. Do we even have to talk about this game? Like it was just not too much. Not too much. Tua went on a tear. Jeff Wilson looks just didn't get the touchdown. So sorry if you started. So uh how bad is Damian Pierce right now? (laughs) Because he's he's in actively killing your team mode. Yeah, I'm I'm concerned. I can't lie. I'm concerned. Well, I'm it's just the Texans, man. Like you knew it was gonna yeah. catch up. It was like, oh man, this guy's really good, but he's you, all they have. So I if we think focus you, on him, he, there's nothing he can do. I think we all thought the team would be better. What with, with yeah, Davis Mills with yeah, and that's I think that's the issue with Damian Pierce. It's just yeah. we all thought it would be yeah. better. We've tried this Kyle Allen experience before. wasn't very great. Uh, wasn't very oh, great. God, it's never been good. As it, soon yeah. as you say, "All right, Kyle, Kyle Allen, go win me a football game," he's like, "What do I? What do I do? How do I do that? How do I win?" So throw throw picks to the defense. <laughs> so I gotta. I, I kind of want to say this, and I know I've said something along the lines of this in previous episodes of this podcast but nico collins pretty pretty decent stash i think he's becoming number one i don't know i think he is i think he's developing into it 
Listen, this is what I'll say about the Texans. You can't make any predictions on this team because yeah. with the top pick in this upcoming draft, they're going to be taking QB, and that's going to completely reset this team. Yeah, but on that's top true. of that, you also that's have to true. remember that Mechie is coming back next year, and on on <sighs> top of that, most likely Cooks is gone. Yeah, yeah. no, Cooks is one hundred percent. So, so I do think year. the opportunity for Nico Collins gets very enticing. Right, I, I just just be careful because a new QB is coming in. Maybe I think Lovey yeah. is probably going to stick around for one more year. I don't know. We'll see I'll be happens. honest. I'll be honest with you personally. I say to go get D'Amico Ryan's as head coach. And there just get the the Texans, yeah, like bloodline, in there. I, Texans I think royalty. Yep, Texans. Ro- yep, Texans royalty. Texans royalty. There you go. Something to something to watch. So yeah, that's, that's about yeah. it for that game. I mean, we don't really have it anything was, else to. It was terrible to watch. I that, hope that game was that. over from so, the start. I'm sorry. Yeah. Let Let's move on to the uh, Chicago Bears' nightmare. Against New York. All right, Jets. Ethan, this is our time. <laughs> All right, go ahead, lead us off. We're starting off with Jets, then. Go ahead. Yeah, let's start off with the Jets. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. Mike White still didn't impress me that much. It's the Bears' defense. I rather yeah. see what happens next week. I believe it's Minnesota next week. Um, is it? But again, well, here's here's the thing about Mike White though that I don't like with him. So staying on that, Mike White, even when he was playing last year. He always looked like the best QB against these trash defenses. And he threw for 300 yards, throw for two, three, four touchdowns. Mike White is it. We don't need Zach Wilson. And then you go and play like a Minnesota Vikings and he throws two picks and loses a fumble, gets sacked all game, just oh. cannot produce anything. It's like, ah, uh, but even that close. Even then, what annoys me is that he gets these easy completions and then, like these manufactured touches just to get yeah. the ball rolling on these short passes. And I go, why can't you do that for Zach Wilson? Like you're mm-hmm. complaining about, oh, Zach Wilson just not playing his best, but maybe it's because you're forcing him to like nail it on like four to five throws. And how how good is that for a quarterback's development? And which you knew the BYU offense wasn't very pro ready. So yeah. you're going, you're all right. Okay, you have a long curve. We get it. We will work with it. But in the meantime, we need you to nail four passes, and they're all going to be yeah. super important. I don't get that. And I'm personally, and I, I say this be, uh, just because I I also help with a uh, seven a seven on seven team. Like if you rely on your quarterback, it's like, hey, I need you to make these high level four high level throws. I don't think that's beneficial to a quarterback at all. Like yeah, I personally, yeah. I think it's like let them have the variance, let like let it sway. It once they get in, like once they figure out how things are going, then you can do the four to five high level throws. Well, but quick, to go uh, and, selfless plug, Josh, how, how, just to for credibility's yeah. sake, how many how many kids are you guys sending B one? Uh quite, what's, what's quite a few. So and I I do credit. P. Hall, if you're listening to this, I do credit you here shout because out, shout out Patrick Hall, we love we love yeah. you. I hope you're watching, buddy. Yeah, so and I, his as, kid who's doing good. Yeah, at least at least three are D one. Um, one receiver. Uh, there's a couple kids that have uh, major Power Five offers. Yeah, like and, the Grace Prep kid. Um, not not the Grace Prep kid. It's a a thing a dude from Lancaster. I, I might be I might be wrong on that. I, I currently can't remember at the moment. But yeah, it's a I lot. Just, it's yeah, a lot. it's a lot. It's a lot. I personally just don't think that when you go into a quarterback, it's like, 
We're not asking you to think of us, but we need you to make these throws. And it's like, how is this going to work? And like when, and then when you see the scheme change for Mike White, that's what gets me. And it's like, why are you setting up your first round quarterback to fail? Yes, he can hit that. Why don't you let him do that? It just makes no sense to me. I'm not going to take much stock into Mike White because we are literally doing the same carousel as last year. Yeah, yeah but this time, since there's no injury to like justify going back to Zach Wilson, you've just made it so murky on the road back to recover. Like this is what Phil yeah. Sims was talking about um, post game for the Jets. So I'll credit to him, but like it, it's just going to be so difficult for when the Mike White experience fails again. Like I don't even know how many times over, but again, to be like, hey, Zach, uh, help. By the way, we need you. By the way, and we then, need you. And then he's with his mom's best friend. And it's like, ah. Gee, so how are you going to bring that up? But he, like the thing is, the, the, that's what it's, that's what, that's where it gets me. And it's like, not, not the mom's best friend, the, uh, the whole going back. <laughs> that's to where Zach it gets Wilson. me. That's, that's where, where I get, draw no. the line. No, <laughs> no. But like literally what just it is what I don't understand is that. You had the number two pick. You were scouting him. You know the tools he have. You know the things he needs to develop. You still take him, and yet you're upset that he's not develop not developing when multiple injuries come across. The talent wasn't there first year, so you get it the second year. And while it has been good, then you're forcing him to to play run uh, through through the run game. Not a bad thing. But then you're only forcing him to make these high level throws and say, like, hey, stick this 15 yard dig in there with like a with an 80 mile per hour throw. That's not conducive to a quarterback's development. Yeah, right. And that's where yeah. that's where I go. You know what? Maybe Joe Flacco should have just started the entire year yeah. last year and, and just give Zach Zach the, the year to just learn. And I think we actually need to go back to that because, again, this is my whole thesis that a lot of college offenses aren't going to work in the NFL today. Yeah. And now you have to go back to developing. Right. Um, But, hey, Garrett Wilson's pretty good. Yeah, Garrett Wilson's pretty good. And his long touchdown was because Eddie Jackson got hurt on the play. Yeah. Um, so over on the Bears, Simeon, I I mean, wasn't terrible. They definitely – we're not the better team, but Monty they looked struggled. really good as usual. Yep. Uh, and that was about it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, wasn't terrible. Yeah. Monty looked good. I Pretty hope you played it. him. If you had a question about him, you should have played him. If Cole Komet could actually catch footballs from anyone other than someone named Justin Fields, his boyfriend was out. He would have probably he, had a he good needs a week game too. To pro- so, yep. That's that's about it for that game. Yeah, that's so, about uh, that's about it. it. It's really about the Jets conversation for me um, for that game. Yeah. So let's move on to the Washington Commanders and Atlanta Falcons. Ethan, do you have anything you want to say? That's a no. All right. <laughs> so Algier and Cordero split carries. Um, both kind of look all right. Um, pretty even throughout, and then yeah, pretty, uh, pretty much Olamide Zacchaeus 
had the most targets this week. I'm eight targets. Out of interesting. Falcons. Yeah, that's interesting. But uh, you know, Drake London two for twenty nine. I mean, Mariota had another mediocre day. That's putting it nicely. Ethan, oh, just go speaks. off. <laughs> he speaks. And no, then... I told you, I'm, I'm not allowed to say what I want to say about this game, so I'm just going to be okay. impartial here. So Marcus Mariota uh, deserves to be a starter for the rest of the year. Um, it's an and... interesting take. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, l- listen, I can't talk about Mariota without getting upset, so I will talk about <laughs> Arthur Smith. So I, I listened to Arthur Smith's post game, and this is what's frustrating about it. He's such a good coach. But what I'm worried about with Arthur Smith is that he's going to lose blank and he's going to lose the fans. Because here's the thing about Falcons head coaches historically. Like you've had Dan Quinn who had the team but never had the fans and never had the organization behind him. But he had the team. And then here's Arthur Smith where he's like he's got the staff, he's got the team, he's got – for as of right now, the organization, but he doesn't have the fans. And you're not going to survive as a head coach if you can't get the fans. And we all see it. Like, I, mm-hmm. I know he wants to – he's been fighting for Marcus all year long. And as his coach, that's what he has to do. And I, and I totally understand that. But the fact remains, you are not going to survive when you are Marcus Mariota and everyone sees him for what he is. And you're going to sit there and try and defend him and say, oh, well, you know, they just made the play. It's like, well, yeah, but what are you going to do about it, Arthur? Because that's all he kept saying is he's like, yep, well, they made the play. Like, we like the look, but they made the play. And you can say that all you want, and it makes sense. And, and as a coach, I totally understand what he's saying. Because, you know, there's I, I have the displeasure of standing up top with the parents and I have to listen to them be like, why aren't you doing this? And da 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 so I totally get what he's going through on a much smaller scale. But at the end of the day, you got to make an adjustment. Like if you don't make the adjustment and you lose the, the fans, in our case, like if you lose the parents and you lose the kids and you lose the funding, uh, look, you don't have a high school football program anymore. On yeah. his end, it's like you lose the fans, you lose the city. Well, now you're not a head coach anymore. You're back to being stuck as an OC for – half of a decade before somebody gives you a chance again, and maybe you learn your lesson, maybe you don't. But I don't want that to happen to Arthur Smith because he's a phenomenal coach. He's a phenomenal head coach. I want him to stay in Atlanta. But if he does not make a change, he is not going to survive. And that is just the truth of the matter. You guys can talk about the stats. Hmm. You can talk about Marcus Mariota. I can't say that name without a slew of other things following it. So go ahead. I mean – I, I think you have a valid point there. And maybe this is where we go. What if Desmond Ritter isn't ready? And I think we do have to face that reality now because this is what 12 weeks in and we're kind of dealing with that. And the fact that he hasn't seen the field once had gives me that concern. And I will even say, even right now, this is where it gets interesting. Uh, so before this game, They have the 15th pick, not a top 10 pick, the 15th pick. And I do find that to be interesting where, yes, we've been saying you have to figure out what you have in quarterback in case you have to go and get another one. Maybe they're like, look, 
our team well, they're getting we're close not, to being in range of a QB. Yeah, so they're, like, I mean, need the to more that you have or yet. don't have. Yeah, I mean, if yeah. they have figured out very quickly that he's not the guy, then I think we do need to respect that fact. But, I mean, as much as I would like to see it, it that that's the only thing that I can think of that that would be the issue, is that it's like, oh, yeah. he's not as good as we thought he would be. And Yeah, that's, and that's a definite possibility because... You know that could be behind closed doors where they're figuring all of this out, and on top of that, they're not going to put out a year. press release. They're not going to put out a press release saying we uh, made a mistake. We shouldn't have picked this guy. And... Shouldn't have picked Desmond Ritter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This I don't is... think that it, that's the case at all. Well, well, you but you don't know. You don't so know that's, for sure because yeah, not, that's the thing. Coming out well, yeah, I, I'm not saying I know without a doubt that Desmond Ritter is ready, yeah. but what I what I am saying is like from what I watched at least in the preseason regarding Desmond Ritter, he he looked like he was close. He didn't look like 12 weeks into the season he wouldn't be ready. Is yeah. all I would say to that fact, and like okay. especially at the QB position, like you never know whether or not they're ready until they're out there, put them out there. Yeah. And, and what I'm saying more so, and I think what a lot of other people are saying is like, listen, like you, you keep making excuses for Arthur Smith and for your decision-making and they're totally valid excuses. Like they're, they're normal coach excuses of they made the play, which, you know, I totally get that, but what's not helping you in the eyes of the public is, hiding away Desmond Ritter like if he yeah. what I will say to him is if he wants to save his job he either one needs to show that Marcus Mariota is capable of being the guy that he keeps talking him up to be and not making excuses or you need to put out Desmond Ritter and show that he's not ready for everyone to be like oh he just wasn't ready it, it, it just and it, it's annoying and it, it's dumb but it's what he has to do go ahead Josh so I was going to say so you think just show Desmond Ritter, eliminate all options at this point, just to kind of show, yeah. our, so for Arthur Smith to show, hey, my hands are tied. I don't know what yeah. more you want of me. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But, but what can you say? Because the whole thing with him right now is like, why won't you show Desmond Ritter? You need to see what you have. Marcus Mariota is not getting it done. But if you show, hey, Desmond Ritter's not ready yet. Here you go. Here's the train wreck. Then, then that's a lot of pressure uh, off of the okay. fan or off from the fans off of exactly yeah because so, then it's just like oh well he's just doing the best he can I mean, to win at right that point marcus mariota at that point you might as well just wait till after the bye i feel like yeah because yeah because here's the thing if it's like that bad as we're theorizing and we we don't know anything here if it's that bad at least make it just three weeks and that's it but make and then, but having to make someone go through five more games of it, I feel like could be a little much. So that's yeah. so that's where maybe just do the three game sample, see what happens. But yeah. I mean, all, I mean, this team is kind of, it's a lot of I don't knows. I think they've obviously have been more than one player away from being legit. Yeah, no, but, very much so. Yeah. yeah, like they need more help on the D line. That's very apparent because it's Grady Jarrett every play. All they ever talk about is Grady Jarrett. Yeah. They're banged up in the secondary, so they need somebody to replace Casey Hayward going forward in the future. Linebacker and safety looks 
pretty decent with the young guys they got in there. They're going to keep developing. But, I mean, in terms of defense, like, that's what they're missing. And the offense needs a QB. And, and that's the big thing because the O-line is legit. The running backs are legit. The pass options are legit. Like, I would more than argue that Kyle Pitts, Drake London, Demir Bird, and um, uh, Kadriel Hodges oh, – and yeah, and OZ is enough of like weapons for them to make plays because they've shown it. But now they need a QB to put it together, and they don't have that QB to put it all together. Yeah, I, I think that's that's very fair. And just but, to kind of, yep. And, and and especially with the context of Ritter, well, I think what people are most frustrated about is the history of Ritter. Of he comes in, and he grows, and he. You know, he builds up a team. That's Ritter. And with that context, the frustration and anger is justified because everyone's basically just saying, hey, I thought we drafted this guy to bring him in. And, yeah, he's going to be raw, but he's a winner. And, you know, he's going to start turning around the team. or at least going to see something happening rather than this. Anyways, whatever, QB, who is just like they're just trying to tread water. The thing we're not here to tread water, we're here to grow. The thing I could only think of is that they never intended him to be the guy, but it was just a like, oh, let's just see what happens kind of situation. And they've been yeah. banking on this draft class, um, this upcoming draft class to get the guy. Yeah, but then why are they fighting for it? Because right now they're fighting for playoffs. So, so yeah. guys, let's let's go ahead and get back on track with this. Yeah, We've it, it doesn't off on a yeah, yeah, yeah. for a little while. Um, so back to the Falcons and Commanders game. Um, you know, one thing I saw Brian Robinson had a pretty good game and a big hat 18 carries for 105. I mean, other than fantasy football, he did he did pretty well. I mean, he only he only got he caught our league, he would have gotten about 13 points. He also caught two for 20, so that's the uh, oh, okay, so, so that also helps. helps. Yeah, I think he had a solid game. Antonio Gibson, nine for 32, well, two for 20 and a touchdown, and a touchdown. Oh, right, and the touchdown. touchdown, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, the touchdown. Okay. So he had a good day, he had a good day, yeah. So he had a very good day, okay. That was about the only fantasy relevant player on the commanders, yeah. Well, yeah, he was the only one that did anything, it was just a grind out football game. Yeah. yeah, and then on the awesome. other side, Marcus Mariota is something that I'm not allowed to say. Tyler Rozier uh, looked really good. Dude, Patterson it, looked really good. All right, guys, you want to know a fun fact? Curtis Samuel, you want to know where he's at? What? I don't know. Curtis Samuel, as I pull him up real quick, guess where he's at as far as ranking goes? RB 400. Curtis Samuel, wide receiver, 40-something, I don't know, maybe 30. He's a top 20 wide receiver. Oh is he God. actually? Good yes, it, this is like, this is fool's gold, fool's gold if I've ever seen it. Yeah. If you sure. were relying on him early in the year, good on you. If you're still trying to believe in him and think How? that he's going to be relevant for the second half of the season, you're drunk. No, I've been trying to get rid of him for weeks. I mean, the dude... Only had four carries for 13 yards. Didn't catch a single pass. Yeah, like that's because well, they haven't figured since, out. But since, Heine- but since Heineke, it's been, oh, 
I have Scary Terry. He's pretty good. Let me throw it to him. Yeah. Which, you know, as you should. Yeah, as you yeah. should. All right. Next game, everybody. Please. Next game. I want to talk about. Next game. Let's uh, go ahead and do the Broncos. Oh, do we have to? Let's just, just quickly gloss over it. Latavius Murray looked fantastic. He did. Dante yep. Foreman looked real good. Um, DJ Moore gets his uh, DJ Moore actually his, it, his scheduled game. touchdown every four weeks. <laughs> yep, so he's on pace to yep, make me on... believe in him just to ruin all of no, your faith in humanity. But I think he's at the point, Juan. He has three <laughs> touchdowns. His average every year has been four. He only has one more left. One When's it gonna left. come? Okay. Who's staking bets? When he's when is he getting lucky number four? <laughs> I'll say so, week fourteen. Yeah, Dwight Schrute looks. That's that's amazing. about it. That's oh, besides it the fact, the, besides the fact that people are yelling at Russ now, it's getting that bad. Yeah, his own. His well, own that's because he's been that bad. Screaming Listen, at him when when you're oh, as big Gordon as Sutton. a freaking drama queen. Like I wanted to believe in Russ uh, Russell Wilson. But when you're as big of a drama queen as he is, like this is what you're gonna get. Well, and I like, love dude, you can't I love talk to how me. he reacts. Talk to my agent, okay? Well, I love how he reacted like, dude, to dude. to his to that guy yelling at him. I think it was his own lineman. Yeah, it was his yelling yeah, at deal him. lineman. He went, he did this. He was like, like, why are you yelling at me? What the heck, man? <laughs> I this is the only time I could talk to you without you being a pretentious douche, but let's go on to the next like, game. Dude. Yeah, uh, I would dude, like to bring up Cortland can... Sutton. Pretty nice. Uh, not like yeah. the greatest game, but it's a good one. I hope Russell Wilson has a very humbling yeah. experience. In dude, the weeks. dude, what do you... All right, honest question. Honest question. Has this season impact? not been a humbling experience for him? No, apparently no, not. Because no. he's still being a douchebag about it. No, the lack of self-awareness is right now God-given. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I don't think it's God-given, but go ahead. All right, guys. I so here I, I'm gonna take a small tangent here. I know I know we've done quite a few, but I think this one bears mentioning. I'm not right. that high on Javante Williams next year because of why, Russ. Why is that? Like literally, I think because that's all they're gonna have. I mean, look at Latavius Murray. Yeah, they're not gonna rock with Latavius Murray. Doing. Well, so here's so here's the issue. Most likely, they'll pro- if they may fire Hackett after one year. I mean, based on how everything yeah, got, like surprised. so be it. But I mean, we all know a lot of the issue is Russ. They're tied to Russ. They've sold their soul for Russ. They didn't know he was. And Russ is just the. I don't know. I know Javante Williams will be the only option. He'll be coming off the ACL. I am just concerned now about, I just hope his body can take it as soon as the Broncos can get rid of Russ. Yeah. I guess we'll wait. I think he's going to be a viable fantasy running back. I mean, if Green Bay can put up with Aaron Maybe not an RB1. can put up with Russell Wilson. Except yeah, one's playing they, at I mean, a great level, the other isn't. Ah, uh, I don't know if I would say Aaron Rodgers playing at a great level. Yeah, I mean, at least he's not doing high knees on a flight to London. Hey, he won that game. Thank you. Don't care. I'm trying to focus, Josh. <laughs> all right. 
If they if, look, if they if they have only scored 18 points every game, they'd be 10 and one. Just gonna say that. Yeah, what, that was Broncos? a surprise to me to see that. Yep, the Broncos. Yeah. If they would have just scored that's brutal. points. Yeah. Jeez. Next game. That is brutal. All right. Yes, let's go ahead and do uh Baltimore Ravens and Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> I'm sorry, Josh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Dude, a, I've never seen a team so good at shooting themselves in the foot. Dude, shout out to Travis Etienne for wanting to take one off and not telling anybody. No, so here's the thing. Etienne did get hurt. I think they just precautionary. So it's not like they immediately ruled him out the game. I think that's positive number one. Positive number yeah. two, he was on the sidelines. He had his shoulder pads on. Didn't have the helmet, though. Mike guess and this again this is a guess is that if snoop connor or jermichael hasey were to have gotten hurt he would have been the backup guy but because neither of them got hurt they're like let's not rush you back in we we don't need you right now well and that's true because they won the game um because yeah because zay effing jones dude so zay jones just kept finding holes in zones and it was he was he was balling today he had a great day on top of that marlon humphrey did get hurt middle of the fourth quarter and that's where a lot of the damage came from him and christian kirk and on top of that when when you don't have your your best corner your best safety and your uh rookie first round pick that doesn't bode very well but here's i think part of that issue on the defensive side is because they were too busy carrying the offense for three quarters. Yeah. Dude, Lamar should have had five passing touchdowns this game. That's going to be the thing that frustrates me and this Ravens offense is that it's it's not a, oh, the play calls aren't very good. Oh, our coordinator sucks. It's an execution issue. Like, literally, he, DeMarcus Robinson almost had a 40-yard touchdown pass to start the game. Mark Andrews gets possessed by Brashad Perriman and drops an easy touchdown. Josh Oliver drops another touchdown. He would have had two today. So that's three passing touchdowns, just not there. And the the red zone offensive was, it's just, it's, you're just, it's just like almost a gear out of place every single time, every single week. And it's a new problem every time. I don't know what the fix is for the Ravens offense right now. At least Lamar got a good, decent fantasy game. At least they were able to push through and get 27. However, for me, when it comes to fantasy, I'm going to be upset at the fact that this should have been like 45 points. Yeah. That and was that game. Nothing. Yeah. We yeah. won't make you sit in it any longer. Yeah. So let's move on to the Los Angeles Chargers and the Arizona Cardinals. This is an afternoon game. Dude, this game was this so one was good. Pretty, yeah, this game was good. Pretty crazy game was at the so end. so good. Uh, I watched it the entire time because I was hoping that Eckler was going to save me against Tyler in fantasy. And then Josh Jacobs. He, I mean, he, he did a good junk for the most part. And then Josh Jacobs came in. but And then Josh Jacobs violated me. <laughs> and I will be filing charges. But I will say, I mean, Arizona's defense was good up until the very end. But I would say James Conner, surprisingly, uh, 25 for 120. Yeah. The fact that that's his, his best rushing game all year also tells me the Chargers still can't have a good rush defense, which that's, I think, equally more concerning. 
considering yeah. who their head and coach this is. It's just got to be frustrating because, like, D-Hop and Hollywood both looked so good. And then to just lose basically out of nowhere. Yeah, it literally – Yeah. Victory was snatched from them, honestly. Yeah. It was stolen from them. Like, I'll, I'll just be – Yeah. Up. Like, um, it was stolen. Definitely yeah. stolen from them. Dude, Austin Eckler had freaking – um, First – well, I was just going to say, Marquise Brown's first game back. And I, I mean, six receptions was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, yes, it was for 46, but like, I think the Chargers have the secondary to hold him back. And then mm-hmm. DeAndre Hopkins was catching stuff literally out of thin air. And so, and then luckily he had the long touchdown. Um, I mean, that duo can be good. That duo can be, I think, fantasy relevant. Really effective. Yeah. And I would like to see him in a different offense. That's but all Austin I gotta Eckler. say. But but Austin Eckler. Eleven catches, sixty yards, and then five carries, twenty yards. Also Cliff, has one touchdown. Listen, it's my team name. Cliff is a failure. The sooner you come to that realization, Arizona, the better you'll be for it. Dude, there, there's no way they don't clean house. They have to. They have to. They have to. They they need it. I think they. I think that's going to be what's best for the team. But yeah, we don't make decisions and uh, we don't get paid. So Dude, if you're telling man again, Frank Reich to Arizona, calling it. That'd Ooh. be cool to see. All right, so, where, where, where are we going next? Are we good? Okay, we're good with this game. Then I was going to say yeah, DeAndre Carter is has been like the Marcus Valdez Scantling this year. To where he doesn't do good when you expect him to, and does really good when you don't expect him to. Yeah, yeah. Um. So let's go ahead. We're gonna move on to the Seattle Seahawks versus <laughs> Josh Jacobs. So, dude. Yeah. All right, here we go. We had Josh Jacob, and that was the whole entire Raiders team. I would let's just let's just go through his stats. No, quick. can we just go through Ethan's text let's... messages? Just I don't think whole... we can okay, read my text his stat, messages. His stats real quick. Yeah, thirty-three carries for two hundred and twenty-nine yards and two touchdowns, and six receptions for seventy-four yards. Dude, Absolutely he, he made that. so much money when the Raiders rejected the fifth-year option. Yep. Yeah. He has made a truckload of money to the point where if I'm the Raiders, you pay you pay up. Yeah. He's made a very excellent case to stay on their team this for this next yeah. year. Do you think he's then, been f- fantasy MVP? Because I think you can make the case that he's fantasy MVP. We'll see what happens in the playoffs. Potential. Barring the playoffs, we'll see. Then on the Seahawks side, DK was good out of nowhere, and that's kind of frustrating. Lockett, Lockett got lucky with the touchdown, yeah. but also seven yeah. targets. You're okay I mean, with that. If this is going to be DK going forward, he's been pretty consistent these last couple of weeks. He's making an argument that like he's going to be a must start, which is nice to see. Which is nice to see because I also yeah. think see I I think there's a non-zero chance Seattle stays with Geno Smith. There I, I don't yeah. decent chance. Yeah, I Ken think Walker it's 50 now. Like surprising some vultures can they Walker get off of him. Good. They absolutely yeah. stuffed him. Well, I mean they struggled so. at the line of scrimmage was the main thing, but 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's going to be Seattle's interesting thing about them, I think, for the rest of the season. Of like, if there's a matchup where they can win in the trenches, they're going to win by a mile. But if you challenge them in the trenches, yeah, it's going to get difficult. Yeah. So they still have San Francisco. That's where things get interesting. Oh, mm. RIP Seattle. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Yep. And then, I mean, what else? I mean, Devontae Adams, cool, good game, seven for seventy-four. Matt Collins, four sixty-three and one, pretty solid as well. Yeah. Uh, no, no one can. Yeah, Foster Moreau, solid, but I don't care. Josh Jacobs, holy cow! Yeah, sixty fantasy 60, points. Sixty point nine. Let's just skip yeah. sixty-nine fantasy points. Good job. Okay, so uh, we're gonna go ahead and go on to the Los Angeles Rams. Versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Yuck. This game Eesh. sucked. The disappointing this game is terrible. Rams. It was not a great game. I mean, who do I they mean, have left? They have nobody left. Buddy, this this whole Rams team is their offense is almost unrecognizable. Dude, yeah. so here's so here's the thing. The all the all-in method. <clears throat> this is this is the only flaw in the all-in method. Hey, is hey that, they won a yeah. Super Bowl. Say whatever you want. They yeah, that's true. They have won a Super Bowl, and I get that. But right now, if because literally everything that could go wrong did go wrong, and yep. now they don't have the capital to like fix Buy it back up again. Yeah, yeah, so that's the issue I'm seeing is where, all right, all your issues that we're seeing right now, how are you going to fix it? And the only way I can see it is free agency. That hasn't been the greatest case of success um, in years past, but who knows? But that's the only way I really see them doing anything. Yeah, and they they can start after next year, though. So, I mean, they can find some hot fixes in free agency and then just go back to the draft. uh, Don't the Lions have their first round this year? I think so. So we're talking right now that theoretically – the Rams pick is higher than the Lions. Yep. So, which means the Lions get to be an interesting team come off season. Yep. Huh. And then the Kansas City Mahomes just did it again. So, I mean, there's not much else to say. So, well, yeah. I did want to just point out, and I'm I'm sure this was because of the the game script and how the game started to kind of go their way, but. Isaiah Pacheco, 22 carries for 69 yards and a touchdown. So I think Pacheco is better for standard than PPR, personally. he's He hasn't really gotten any passing work since he's been the starter. And yeah. when they have got to have it moments, it's been Jarek McKinnon. And Jarek McKinnon has not been yeah. performing, but whatever. Yeah, not, not much so. Ronald Jones got it. Uh, Got a SOS signal out uh, with his existence, but uh, but, so did Elijah Moore earlier. Yeah, true, Elijah Moore. Um, but Isaiah Pacheco, I still think is a very solid option. I think he gets very enticing if McKinnon were to go out. Hmm. But start in the meantime, start plotting. No, we are not plotting here. Yeah, you're right. We're not the New Orleans Saints. But speaking of which. Our last game for tonight. Yep. The headhunters themselves. Yeah. The trash the cans of New themselves. Orleans. Literally, they they play the like Saints versus Saints. trash. The Saints and the 49ers. Andy Dolan, terrible. Alvin Kamara, terrible. Chris Olave, somewhat manageable. 
Uh, but Juwan Johnson also this terrible. Is just a Sorry, horrible game in general. He, all right, yeah. there's a, there all is a, again, again, again. This is why the the 49ers traded three first round picks for Trey Lance. Is because yeah, with games like this, it it just gets bad. Yep. Yeah. And at least with with Trey Lance, there will be an extra dimension. So all the talk of like, oh, what happens? Does Jimmy stay long term? It's like, no. Again, here's another week to show you why they did it in the first place. So yeah, McCaffrey wasn't very good. Debo wasn't very good. Ayuk was all right. Eh, Ayuk was all right. Yeah. But yeah, no one was. Elijah Mitchell's injured again. Is anyone surprised? The answer to that question should be no. No. Also, maybe trading Jeff Wilson wasn't the best idea. But um, Alave, pretty solid game Mm -hmm. considering the defense he was playing. And um, Alvin Kamara, yikes. And, and, And we're done. That's the recap. Yeah, that is Welcome the, to the recap. Who that was a long one. So, yeah, but, but a couple of worthwhile tangents, I would say. I would definitely say worthwhile tangents. Uh, we had a Zach Wilson one. We had Mario. Atlanta Falcons one. No, don't you yeah. say that name. Don't you say that filthy, disgusting, trash can name. He who There's shall not be named. Oh There's a reason why he got dropped in Tennessee. There's going to be a reason why he gets dropped in Atlanta. And maybe he'll learn his lesson and go and uh, flip some burgers. Oh, my All right. gosh. On that note. Let's call it. We're done. <laughs> We're done. On that note, um, y'all, thank you for, for watching and or listening. Um, as always, like and subscribe on our YouTube channel. Like this. This. Uh, video if you can it helps get the word out and helps the algorithm you know send it out to people uh we would really appreciate that and uh, make sure to follow us on all of our social media pages instagram facebook twitter all at last place ft so uh, this is our week what is it week 12 week, week 12 we have five week 12 we review. have six more weeks Six more weeks. Or five more yeah. weeks. No, five more weeks. Five more weeks. Yeah. But then it's off season, baby. Yeah, it's five. Five more. Yeah, five more weeks. All right. Well, y'all have a great week, and we will see you for our dream lineups on Thursday. But Ethan. don't you forget. Yeah, don't you forget. Sometimes you're right. Sometimes you're the man sitting next to me. Josh. And sometimes right. you're 10 and 1 and beating everyone else. All right. Have a have a good one guys and we will see y'all soon.